This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast. This is episode number 103. Today, we're talking about April 2022 financials. I am Craig hosting for you today as usual. And with me, as always, Chris, welcome. It's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you keep telling yourself that. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> this is our this is our what biweekly torture session for Chris. He has to drive <laughs> all the way to the studio just to record a podcast episode. No, I I, I think uh, we both have a really yeah, good time with these. So, Chris, how are things going? Before we get into financials, uh, yeah, how's your week been? Um, things are going going really well. A uh, bit super busy, but uh, you're going to find out in this episode, April was not like March. It, not like March, yeah, which... Polar opposites. Really? Yeah, just about. So, it, it's pretty interesting to see the difference a month can make. I'm a little nervous now yeah. because uh, it's been, with these financials episodes, it seems like it's been record after record after record... Uh, or, you know, or at least close to it. And if you're telling me it's polar opposites, uh, I'm sweating a little. There is actually one record in this one, but it stops. <laughs> is this like the Happy Gilmore record where he's the only guy who ever t- took off his skate and tried to stab somebody? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay. like, it's good a record, movie, technically. Yeah, I need to go watch it. Oh, it's it, such a good movie. It it's holds been a while. Up. It holds up. Uh, okay. So do you, do you want to get right into that? Or no, are there go. other I like... Got, I've got a, we had a good story this week. I want to... Oh, yeah. Talk a little bit about, yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of, you know, brings back some of the memories of the days out on the road, even though I'm not the one out on the road, but that had to kind of deal with this. But anyway, so there I was. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of it, the best start of any story. Yeah, right? uh-huh. um, I, I had drilled this last weekend. Nate had drilled this last weekend. This is National Guard. National Guard. And so um, things always, Murphy always pops up at the worst times, right? Mm. And so- Nate gets a phone call while he's in the middle of a briefing, briefing a bunch of people and, uh, you know, kind of an emergency with Greg. So he, Greg, one of the drivers, one of the drivers. So he, um, I I don't know how the conversation went with Greg, but right after he was done, he he like takes a really quick pause in the briefing, kind of sets everybody out on a break, gives me a call, gives me a little bit of information and asks if I could handle it. And I'm, I'm at drill, but I'm in a much more, um, in a position where I'm able to actually help out for a little bit. So I give Greg a call, kind of get the more details. Anyway, the truck has shut itself down essentially, and it's given an error code that there's water in the fuel. This is our brand new truck. And water in the fuel is no joke. Yeah, water in the fuel is no good. And so um, he so, so I, he, he goes and kind of looks at everything, and the there's a the, – in the fuel line – coming from the tank to the motor, there's actually several fuel filters. The first one is a water separator that helps pull the water, if there's any water, out of the fuel. And it's got this clear case around it and he can see in it. And there are metal shavings all in the the filter. And he sends me a picture of it. You don't want metal shavings in your filter? You don't want metal shavings anywhere (laughs) in an engine. That's usually a really bad sign. So he, he sends me a picture of it and I'm like, well, he tells me about it first. And a little bit later on down the road, he sends me a picture of it. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, oh crap, this does not sound any good at all. And, and so to make a long story short, I, I find like, I call like five or six different places. This is Sunday afternoon. Like nobody wants to answer their phone. No mobile mechanics 
want to come out. And he's he's in Utah, but he's about um, you know he's a couple hours outside of Salt Lake City, and so kind of in more of a rural area where mm. you know there's not as many uh, mechanics available. But anyway, I end up finding one. Um, the guy goes out, and we call, you know, and and you know he fixes the filter um, and get gets Greg kind of back on the road. And the next day, so he went and picked up some potatoes goes out and and goes through Evanston on his way out of town. And in Evanston, the truck starts giving the same error codes, big issues, water in the fuel. And we're like, okay, crap. And, and he's looking at the filter, more shavings in the filter. And we're like, uh, and, and this time he sends me a picture of it. And the shavings are actually pretty big shavings and don't really know what to think of it. So I call our rep at Freightliner and the reps, you know, he's all like, go get a PM done on the truck. Um, there, there's a PM being uh, preventive maintenance. So okay. basically your oil change is yeah, yeah. a little more elaborate than that. And, um, he says a lot of times when water gets to that point, it gets into the manifold that needs to be blown out. Once that gets taken care of, you should be okay. So he drives all the way back to Salt Lake, does that. And then he also says, you know, as far as the shavings go, he's actually, and this surprised the crap out of me. He's like, yeah, we see that actually pretty often in newer trucks. Cause what? yeah, what this this is crazy. So if you've ever, this is a warning to anybody who hasn't experienced this and sees it, it wasn't that big of a deal. He said that oftentimes when they are building the fuel tank, they don't get all the metal shavings that are left over from the build out, out of the tank. What? And so you just suck them through your fuel filter to clean them all up. And so that's all it was. It was, and you can see, I'm, I'm going to include a picture of the filter in yeah. the show notes. You can go look at it. And it, 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 you can tell once he says that and you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, that does look exactly like millings. Yeah. From so some from machining. Machining the fuel tank. Yeah. And that's all that was. And got the, we must've got bad fuel because he had actually purchased the fuel um, right, right before the first issue happened. And mm-hmm. so we're going to, we're trying to figure out kind of what to do with that at this point. But um, that made for a very, it was actually, it took essentially two almost, you know, put us behind almost three days on that load because of the issues in Utah and then getting it, you know, having it pop back up in Evanston, kind of figuring out what to do from there, bringing the truck all the way back to Salt Lake and then heading all the way back out. So royal pain in the butt, but. uh, Yeah, no kidding. You know, I was going to ask you actually uh, if, if this is, maybe something going on with the, all these rush orders that are happening on trucks and you know, all these manufacturers have to get the trucks out quickly. They're just hurrying if they're, yeah. Are they hurrying? But I mean, from what he said, maybe this isn't so abnormal, I, but it, I, it's also, maybe it's one of those things where, Hey, you know, a new truck sounds great, but if you get one that's tried and true and has been around the block a few times, had the bugs worked out. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah, you know, kind of, maybe you know more what you're getting yeah there, there's always with new new trucks there's always some kind of bugs or some things with it like there's a bracket on the exhaust system that there's some kind of defect in how it functions and i don't i, I don't know exactly nate's kind of handled it so i i've just heard kind of the mm. a little bit about it but basically every new truck that we're getting has to go like immediately have this bracket installed on it so that the exhaust system doesn't fall apart which well, we had to happen one time oh, really? one of the brand new trucks on the road oh, was, was a pain in the butt sounds annoying 
It's annoying. Yeah. It, all part of trucking. Gotta love it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Anything else happening before we get to our main topic? Um, we did get some some good news. Trucks yeah. six and seven have both landed in Salt Lake. Ooh. So we we aren't very excited about having two <laughs> two brackets right, at, right at the same time. <laughs> um, we we've pretty sure we've got a, a driver for truck number six, but we still don't have one for seven. So we hope we're hoping and, and they, they came in a little bit apart. They were about a week and a half apart. Six is almost ready to go. I, in fact, we think we'll get it later on this week. Yeah. Um, and then seven, ho- hopefully, you know, it's probably another, at least a week and a half to two weeks out mm. by the time we get it through the Freightliner dealership inspections and right. Um, get the, the tri-pack um, EPA, APU installed on it. Right. Well, you know, I think we better address the question that I'm sure everybody is asking uh, who's listening to this, which is, Chris, why don't you just have Craig drive the truck? Uh, You know, he's obviously extremely capable, intelligent, witty, which is important in a truck driver. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's the CB talk. Right. Absolutely. Witty helps. (laughs) Uh, You'd be entertainment for everybody else on the road. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Essentially a live rolling podcast on CB radio. That's right. Uh, All right. So, Chris, speaking of uh, people who you you may be looking for a driver, if anybody is in the Salt Lake area. Shoot me an email. Chris um, at HollandAssetsLLC.com. I I was just going to say, people should go to HollandAssetsLLC.com. Uh, where you can contact Chris. Uh, you can also just you know comment on the episodes. You can also listen to past episodes. And you can find all the documentation for episodes like this one. When we're talking about financials, we're going to be talking about numbers from the profit and loss statement. Uh, and so that statement is there for you to view right there at hollandassetsllc.com. Please go check it out. Okay, Chris, are we ready? Let's are we go. ready Let's for jump into the numbers. some numbers? Yeah. All right, so you said that this was the polar opposite month from March, which was a pretty dang good month. M- yeah, March was our best month ever. It was awesome. Does that mean that April was terrible? It was terrible. It was not the worst month ever, but okay. it was definitely not great. Okay. So it's a pretty drastic change. Let's let's just go through the numbers then, and then we can kind of back up and talk about what they mean. Okay. Uh, all right. So total miles run. Where did we land on that one? Fifty-eight thousand four hundred four miles. Which that is our record. That I was that just going to say. That's a it, lot of miles. I, I can't remember exactly what it was last month. I think it was fifty-seven thousand something. So it's, mm-hmm. it's only about a thousand more miles. So not too much more, but still a record. Nonetheless, but this sounds like all five trucks running the whole month. Yep. Right. Okay. So, uh, and how much of that was deadhead? Three thousand four hundred and seventy, which is five point nine percent. So not okay. bad. All right. Yeah. Within a little higher than last month, but yeah, very normal. Okay. So total revenue then uh, with those fifty-eight thousand miles, one hundred forty-two thousand four hundred eighty-nine dollars and fifty cents. Which okay, so contextualize that for me. That's 100... about thirty thousand dollars less than last month. Holy smokes! Okay, so you run, you ran a thousand miles more and made thirty thousand dollars less. Yeah. So that means that our rate per mile is not looking so hot. Not as good as it has been. Now, so what did it land at? Two dollars and forty four cents. Okay, so, so it, about, it was it was up close to or or sometimes it was over, over three. three. It's been over three. Um, in fact, we've hit we've pushed three fifty a handful of times. Um, so this time it, it it was pretty close to I think about a sixty cent a mile drop. Hmm. So is that 
is that because of the rates that you guys are getting or is it because of uh, all the stuff that's going or I guess that is just revenue right so we're not even getting into expenses and yeah. new trucks and all that stuff so, yeah. so there, I think there's a couple things going on here with revenue one if you remember right last month we talked a little bit about the timing of when a load gets delivered versus when it gets billed and uh, we think that worked in our favor last month mm, right. and, and I think it's worked against us in April <laughs> right so, but that's, I mean, that's maybe a $5,000 swing one way or the other. It doesn't make up it's for not the a huge, 30000 Yeah. So it, it may be a little bit of that, but it's definitely not the, the bulk of it. The bulk of it is just rates are, they've gone down. And um, I, I think it's a, a combination of things. I think we talked a little bit about this uh, in the last few episodes. You know, you've got China that, that's basically on lockdown still for COVID. And so oh, you, man. you don't have nearly as many imports coming in. Um, that produce hasn't really started to kick off for the year yet. And, and so you, you have all these things that are kind of putting pressure on the rates, causing them to go down. And with that being said, uh, they have gone down, but I think they've plateaued and maybe even starting to creep back up a little bit mm. um, in the last week or so. So we'll kind of see what happens kind of going forward. But uh, um, I, th- I think we're near the bottom. Yeah, but we'll see. Wow. Okay, well, hopefully things start looking up. So, okay, so let's talk then about what what other factors went into these drops. Uh, okay, so you, you talked about kind of external factors, how much, you know, loads are going for these days, but there's got to be some internal stuff as well. Uh, expenses, I mean, repair expenses that you're talking about already earlier in the episode. I, I, I am not blind. I drive down the freeway and I see what, diesel fuel uh, yeah. costs are doing uh do we want to get into some of that yeah, stuff l- let's talk about the net income for the uh okay for sure. the month first yeah and then let's go into that so thirteen thousand seven hundred fifty dollars and nine cents was okay. our our net profit so we, we so made it was money. still positive it's still positive which is good but i mean it, that's that's a fifty thousand dollar drop from so last month over to 60k this month. last month yeah and in reality if you look at this um, this is something we've talked a little bit about in the in previous episodes, but it, it's also a, a concept that's kind of hard to understand. Um, in your profit and loss statement, so in this net income number, it doesn't directly have a truck payment in there. Hmm. Um, your interest, that, so a truck payment is made up of two pieces, right? Right. Your interest expense and your principal payment. Sure. The principal payment doesn't show up in the in the profit and loss statement, so you know, we've got five trucks that we're making payments on. Um, the newer trucks, the principal each month is about 3000 bucks and the older trucks and trailers, it's, it's, you know, several hundred dollars, mm. um, maybe a thousand dollars. And so in reality of that $13,000, a lot of that is really, um, eaten up in principle. And so what that means is if you look at it from a cash flow basis, so that's another financial tool report that a lot of people will pull because cash flow is different than profit and loss. Right. And um, if you look at it from a cash flow basis, we're probably pretty close to kind of break even. Like we had as much cash going out as we did coming in, even though we show a, a net income. And that's one thing that can kind of cause companies to, to, to go out of business, even if they're making money because it, they're, they're not making a ton of money and what they're making is getting e- eaten up in um, things like principal payments. payments on loans. Yeah. Ah, man, 
you know, this isn't an accounting podcast, so I, I don't know if we need to dive deep into it. But I, I think you've explained to me why principal isn't on the P&L. But that's just, yeah, it's, just it's it, one of those things that people need to be aware of when they're hearing of these numbers, right? Yep, absolutely. So, um, all right, Chris. So, uh, realized a profit of 13000 close close to $14,000 uh, for this month uh, on paper <laughs> again. So, do we want to get into some of the other P&L yeah, numbers? Yeah, let's talk then? a little bit about some of the expenses because there are some expenses in, in this month's um, P&L that kind of skewed it that kind of helped to explain why it's as, as low as that as it was okay um the first one it, you know every quarter you have to pay your quarterly fuel taxes and your oregon weight distance payment your new mexico one your kentucky mm. um and so we had about fifteen hundred dollars in, in april that it, it it goes under the permit line item that were for oregon kentucky the if the payment and New Mexico. And those are all annual? Quarterly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, quarterly. so it's once a quarter. Okay. So you don't see anything for those in, in you know, the first two months of the quarter. But, well, it actually hits the first month of the quarter for the previous quarter. Okay. So that, that happened in April. Okay. Um, that skewed it a little bit. We also... Check out my n- nice new collared shirt with the Holland Assets logo. <laughs> I was, you know, I wasn't gonna say you're too fancy for this yeah, studio, we're, but we're you too might fancy be. for the t- you know, not not coming in with a t-shirt on. So, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, we won't mention Craig's sweatpants <laughs> for today. All right, that's fine. Um, so the we had about five hundred dollars in in t-shirts between me, Nate, and Chet. Um, Just the three of you? Yeah, inflation, man. Those th- those. It was like two shirts. Well, Chet and I each got two T-shirts, and I think Nate got four. So let me ask you a, a a question you might not have wanted to dwell on, but it is a serious question. What's the benefit there for the company for Holland Assets? Why why are you getting matching T-shirts? Um, you know, is there a business reason there's for that? A, yeah, there's something that kind of spurred it. Um, we went to the Nate and I went to the Utah Trucking Association annual convention mm. um, in this in in May. Right, and we just wanted to kind of represent the company, and speak, you know, people could see who we are. Yeah, and yeah, it's absolutely. a good way to network, and makes a lot of sense. Cool, makes us a little bit more visible. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what else? Uh, you, uh, we talked about fuel. We or yeah. we mentioned it, but we should probably talk about it. Holy sh- fuels! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about it, Chris? <laughs> um, it it has. You know, we talked a little bit about how. You know, we I've been talking uh, uh, using the percentage method of measuring your fuel expense as a percentage of revenue. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So fuel's been kind of a big topic, and yeah. over the last yeah. several financial episodes, and we've noticed fuel prices going up. And the last two months, it hasn't had a big impact on our that percentage of that ratio of how much our fuel is to our revenue. That is not the case this month right so this month we was really april was really the first full month where you had like that big jump of fuel costs because of the you know several factors the one that really kind of caused the big jump you know it it had been going up steadily for a while and then there all of a sudden there's this big huge jump because of the war in ukraine you know between russia and ukraine and and so April was the first month where we really kind of felt that up for the full month, that, that sharp right. increase. Um, and, and so anyway, we went from in March 
$40,000 worth of fuel to April, $50,000 worth of fuel. So you think about it. If hey, we've watch got this, our, Chris, live math. That's live a 20% math. increase. Yeah. That's at, wow. That's massive, good. right? It's huge. Yeah. And so you've got um, revenue going down and you've got fuel prices going up. And so that's going to have a dramatic impact on that percentage of expense to, to revenue. Mm. So we've, we've been as low as 20% and we've been as high as 25%. But on average, we've been close to that 23, 24% range. Yeah. Um, in April, it was 35%. Oof. So it was, it, it, it was huge. And yeah. it's, it's impactful and it's significant. And I think at this point, um, I, I really, this is just me and my gut. I think rates have stabilized and will probably go up a little bit and probably help that number. I think that 35%, I think we're probably going to be seeing similar numbers in may but i think i'm starting to feel a little bit of a shift towards the end of may of, of prices going up a little bit um as far as rates go the rates, and, then, yeah. and then fuel seems to be kind of stabilizing a little bit at, at least not increasing at the same rate that it has been but um it, it's not going to be able to continue to go the way that it's going or you're just not going to be able to make any money at all and w- which can happen for a short period of time it has in the past when rates get so bad that like you literally can't make money um, <laughs> right. for for a short period, but that obviously can't last forever. And I and I don't think it will. I think I think we'll still be in a good position, but it, you know we're gonna have to tighten our belts for probably at least a few months. Yeah. So Ed, does that impact your plans for 2022 as far as adding trucks to the fleet, that sort of thing? I don't think so. Not at this point. We're not planning on making any changes there. Um, we've got we you know we've kind of built up our little nest egg we've got our our little war chest so we're feeling pretty good about things so even if it gets to the point where we're kind of breaking even or even you know losing a little money we can float it for a while Mm -hmm. so hopefully that my my point is with this um one i i'm i'm not a chicken little guy i don't think the sky is falling um two that it this just reiterates the importance of being financially responsible with your business. And if you are, especially when, when times are good. Yeah. When times are good, you kind of take in some of the profits and, and hold it and build your war chest. And then, so when times get bad, you can survive those and be ready to take advantage when the times get good again. Yeah. Well, uh, here's hoping we don't see any, you know, red numbers in May. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully slowing down doesn't become, you know, negative growth. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. I'm 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 excited to see the numbers for May. See kind of what happens and see if if there is the stabilization that I think there's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Chris. Uh, well, I do want to remind everybody to go because uh, I uh, well I should ask you first. Do we have an impact? No tip? impact tip. This no, month, okay. All right. So I, I want to remind everybody to go to HollandAssetsLLC.com. Go to Facebook. You can uh, you can go and comment on this and other episodes in both of those places. And tell me how dumb I am for thinking that was a 20% increase when it was 25%. That's fine. Uh, okay, fine. I was an English language major, not a math major. 25%. It's, it's because you don't like spreadsheets. You can't do math. That's right. That's your problem. <laughs> if, you know, it's one of those things, Chris, I wish they would have taught us you, spreadsheets in school. You're a nerd, but you're not that kind of nerd. That's right. You're Ever, a different kind of nerd. Exactly. You're a word nerd, not a numbers nerd. <laughs> word nerd i like it <laughs> all right everybody thanks for listening uh let's see chris we're coming in under 25 minutes should we do Ooh, a story do a story all right well we'll do that after the music so thanks everybody for listening and uh if you enjoy stories uh, i don't know how much of a story this will be but uh hang around
See you, Chris. See you next time. All right, Chris, I, I don't really have a ton of stories right now for you. It's one of those things. I mean, you know what this is like when you're a you're a kind of middle aged suburban father, couple kids like you, you don't accrue the same number of stories as you, <laughs> you did. Not go, you're not seeing sowing wild oats. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, well, or you're whatever. A, you're a boring old word nerd. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. No, but I uh, but I should. Yeah, I, I should tell people I've been working on a project. Okay, so so anybody who's listened to this show for a while knows that, yeah, I'm a giant nerd. I, I mean, I produce podcasts and YouTube videos, and I, I kind of sit on my butt and create content all day, every day, right? So I'm a nerd that way. Uh, and I'm also, you know, people probably see my man bun on Twitter or on uh, YouTube, and they're like, oh, filthy hipster, blah, 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 <laughs> right? But Which I don't blame them. That's fine that's judge away okay judge away um but chris i love working with my hands uh and i just completed a project here at the house that you walked right under on your way into the studio i've I've enjoyed watching it uh, come about yeah i love projects so uh, i decided this year that i would build a pergola uh but when i do things i you know i'm a go big or go home kind of guy with something like this and so yeah i could have done a nice little you know six by six little yeah, shady thing whatever out in the middle of the yard no i created right on the south side of my house along the path back here to the studio because this is a separate building from the house um i created a 10 foot by 25 foot pergola uh, so that i could grow hops on it uh with no purpose other than to have them i'm i'm, I'm not a brewer or anything you know but uh, they're fast growing vines they're very lush uh, and they die off in the winter so that, you know, uh, you still get the sunshine when you actually want it, but the shade when you need it. Um, anyway, so I thought hops would be a cool choice. So I am growing a crap ton of backyard hops, Chris. Yeah, it was kind of fun because you told me when we recorded the last episode that you had just planted the hops. Mm. And so when I came walking through the pergola to to record this episode, I was out looking at to uh, see if I could see some hops sprouting yet and lo and behold yeah there were a handful of uh little hop sprouts poking yep. through the ground it's kind of cool yep yep planted 16 of them i think about a dozen maybe uh give or take have sprouted so we'll see how they go for the rest of the year um uh, anyway but it's one of those things where uh i i know this is a thing for truckers who like you know they're you know they're sitting down all day they want to engage their mind right and so you listen to a lot of audiobooks and podcasts and you know, you get into hobbies like CB radio or whatever, you know, um, it's a similar thing for me where I'm like, look, I've sat on my butt all day. I need to go build something <laughs> like <laughs> I just need to do something, get something done. So I guess uh, I'd be curious to hear what uh, what hobbies our listeners have uh, cultivated over the years in the truck. Right. Oh, that'd be, that's in, a good one in yeah, or like out that. of the truck. Yeah. You know, whether it's something you do while you're driving or if it's something where, you know, when you get done, you get home or yeah, you wh- get done with the end of the day. While you're on a break sitting, mm-hmm. sitting at a shippers or receivers, what do you do to, to, uh, to pass the pass time. time? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, I like that. So yeah, let us know. com. We'd love to hear it. So Chris, until next time, I'll, I'll see you later. See you then. <laughs>